Hello and welcome to the Business Technology Podcast. Our mission is to find subject matter experts to discuss business topics that tackle key technologies through practical application and knowledge. In this episode, we talk about the best practices in implementing a social media plan for your business. To lead this topic, we welcome Socialfly COO Courtney Spritzer and CEO Stephanie Abrams. Both bring extensive business knowledge to, your, to our discussion. And thank you, Courtney and Stephanie, for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Great. We're really looking forward to this session. I think it's going to be great. Um, and excellent. So let's uh, let's get started. I think let's just make the start with the probably the most broad question that we could think of, which is, you know, what are some of the most common misconceptions regarding social media and its use in business? Sure. So one of the most common misconceptions is that social media is free. And it is free to an extent, but one, someone has to manage your social media. So there is a cost in paying someone to manage your social media for you. And then two, what we're seeing, especially with Facebook, is that you really have to pay Facebook to get your content seen. And you have to do this now for Pinterest as well. And there's even Twitter advertising uh, on Twitter. So you have to set aside a specific budget to get the content that you put out there seen by many people. Uh, and while there is a cost, it's definitely more cost effective than some traditional advertising outlets like TV commercials or print advertising. And then another common misconception is that so anyone can use social media. It's just so easy for any business to go on there and start pumping out business messages to their audience. And that is no longer the case. Uh, every single social media network has best practices and a specific way to use it. So uh, unless you're using these sites personally, it might not be so easy to just get on these platforms and understand what to do. Excellent. And to that point, that, I'm assuming that most people, uh, when, when I hear that, that some of them, they think that all they need is to have some type of social media presence, right? They just need to have social media accounts with uh, just, you know, uh, any type of plan in place. Uh, have you actually encountered this during, the, during the, your earlier stages of consulting? They think, well, I already have Twitter. I already have Facebook. I don't need anything else. Absolutely. And not only would we hear that, but we would hear, oh, I have a Facebook account, I have a Twitter account, but I've tried it and it doesn't work for us. And we would see, say, well, you know, wait a second, just because you set up a Facebook account for your business or you have a Twitter profile for your business, it doesn't mean that all of these customers are going to come flooding to you. You have to have a plan and a strategy. You have to put out content that your customers or people who are interested in your business or your brand are really going to genuinely like or want to engage with. You can't just set up an account and expect social media to work for you. You have to have a plan just like you would with any type of marketing. Excellent. That's great. Uh, so with that being said, could you elaborate on some of the more common mistakes you see organizations uh, do when they're executing a social media plan without your help? <laughs> right, right. So there are so many things that we see every day that keeps of ours, I should say, where people or businesses or brands can be uh, posting in terms of the best practices like or best marketing practices on social media. So one that I often see is 
brands posting Instagrams maybe you know five times in a row within a matter of a few seconds. Uh, that's a very quick way to annoy the people that are following you. And all unfollow you. And some people, <laughs> yeah, some people will actually unfollow you because of it. Uh, so on Facebook, really, you only need to be posting once a day. Make sure that you put money behind your boost your post so that more people can see it. Uh, on Instagram, once or twice a day, definitely spread those posts out so that you don't clutter people's news feeds. Twitter, you can be posting all day long, every day. Um, use hashtags on Twitter. You don't necessarily need to use hashtags on Facebook. That's another thing that we often see too. It's uh, hashtags are not really relevant on Facebook, even though you you can use them. Interesting. Now you you touched on something really that I was hoping you could elaborate a little bit on. You mentioned that you know. Overposting is certainly a problem, uh, but you did. You also alluded that Twitter uh, is a little acts a little differently by nature, and that you can actually use Twitter more. And maybe you even encourage that. Could you elaborate on that? Sure. So Twitter really is a place to have a conversation publicly with a lot of people. Uh, for most accounts on Twitter are public, so that everything that you say, people can see. And because people are just talking nonstop, anytime you send out a tweet, it, you know, it's not staying in someone's newsfeed. It's kind of common practice to just scroll through Twitter. You can't say much, so you're just quickly reading. Uh, so it's okay to be posting several times within hmm. seconds all day long, tweeting and chatting with different people. Uh, that's that's perfectly fine, and it doesn't annoy anyone because it's expected. People, Twitter wants yeah. you to talk, so Twitter wants you to talk to everyone. So but you don't have to talk just to talk, right? Right. Yeah. You're having conversations with people, exactly. Mm. Excellent. Okay, so I guess if you're a business that wants to be a little bit more vocal, maybe it would be best to dip your toe into Twitter first before uh, overposting on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, if you're going to overpost, do it on Twitter, not on Facebook or Instagram. Twitter is a great place to engage with your audience. So on Twitter, you can search hashtags and start talking to people or potential customers that are talking about the things that uh, are relevant to your brand. Whereas you really can't do that so easily on the other other platforms. Mm. Okay. Well, then, all right. So good. You mentioned Facebook, you mentioned Instagram, and you mentioned Twitter. So if I'm putting together a plan or working with uh, your organization, so I'm sure there's some tools out there that you would recommend, right, uh, to help uh, stay on top of your social media interactions. For example, to automate posts, uh, measure engagement, and maybe even manage the, your access to social media accounts across multiple team members. Where, where, where would you go with that? Absolutely. So there's so many different types of software that are out there. We hear about new software every day because the first people who contact us are the salespeople from the software. <laughs> so we always know what, what's coming out. So a few of the different platforms that we use here at SocialFly are Hootsuite, and we use that a lot for scheduling. We also use Simply Measured and have worked with Social Bakers. Are there missing any? Those are the three main ones. Those, that we, yeah, those are the main ones that we use. That we use. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be careful if you're going to schedule out content, you have to be sure that someone is always on top of your social media. Because the biggest mistakes that we've seen and people see publicly are scheduling out a tweet or a Facebook post, and now, God forbid, something horrific happens somewhere. And now you have a piece of content going on on Twitter about your you know, sale for your newsletters. So uh, you definitely need to stay on top of what you have scheduled and make sure it's always relevant. 
right? That's really interesting. I can assume that, especially during natural disasters or just any type of, you know, global or national event, you know, you want to be conscious of what's happening and what people are paying attention to, especially in social media. Uh, and yes, like that sweater sale may, may not be very uh, relevant during a massive heat wave or drought. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent. So, okay, well, let's say that I'm a CEO of a company and I'm working with your organization. I, I'm sure they're going to ask this one question, right? What are the key business impacts that, uh, you know, that you're going to experience from executing such a plan? Uh, you know, what are the performance indicators and, you know, how, how do we measure that in order to understand ROI here? There's a lot of different things that you can do to measure social media success. One is impressions or people that you're reaching. You can see how many people you're reaching through tools on Facebook or Twitter and Pinterest. You can see how many people see your posts or your brand's name every single day. Uh, and then, more importantly, you can see how many people are actually engaging with your posts. So who took the time to like or share or comment on something that you wrote and who actually clicked over to your website or printed out a coupon code and redeemed it on your site or at your storefront. So looking at those metrics is, is definitely important. And you can see a lot of this too if you're an e-commerce site on Google Analytics. So knowing how to interpret and read your Google Analytics and look at trends is really important because it can inform your social media strategy in terms of what types of content you should post more of and what really resonates with your audience. Excellent. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, being able to measure those, uh, you know, who's accessing what and, you know, what's being, what's the most attractive uh, post that you have? Why are people reacting to this and not this? I think that could be really, you know, that's, that's, that's great, especially with the idea of uh, even going as granular as like a coupon code and things like that. That's, that's really interesting. Um, Excellent, and Google Analytics as well. Certainly, that's uh, something that really is a, is a value, very valuable tool and uh, a reason alone to be working with an organization like you guys. Uh, great. So, uh, here's a question. I was watching, um, I was checking out some of your YouTube videos. You guys are have a slew of videos on YouTube, which is really great. And in in particular, you have some digital shorts um, where. This was interesting because when I uh, when I think, quite frankly, of social media uh, from a business standpoint, I think about okay, I'm trying to sell something, right? I want to get you to think about this, or I want you to know about something that I think that is important, and we should get engaged to talk about it. But in one of your shorts, you actually discussed using Instagram as a recruit recruiting tool, and I found this really interesting because um, I assume that most organizations consider kind of what I just said previously about, you know, using social, not using social media as a recruiting tool. Could you, uh, that's a really, really unique way of finding talent. And I was wondering if you could elaborate on, you know, your success and just some of your findings by using that. Sure. So one of the things that are extremely important to you as a social fly is our team and growing our team of extremely talented individuals. And we have the mentality here, we work hard and we play hard. So we love to have fun at social fly. We do things like Tasty Tuesdays. We have a head of fun, an HOF, head of fun at social fly. So we're always doing really fun things and also working very hard uh, for our clients. So we're constantly taking photos of what we're doing here in the office or out and about so people can understand what it's like to really work at Socialfly and live and breathe the Socialfly culture and values. So what we often hear when we interview potential candidates who are looking to work at Socialfly is, 
oh, I really want to work at Socialfly. It looks like it's so much fun. You guys seem like a really cohesive team and you love the brand that you've built and you want to be part of that. And that's really the culture and the values that we're trying to build here. So it's definitely been instrumental to our success growing our team. Excellent. That's great. Uh, that's that's so unique. And just the idea of using that as a recruiting tool, I think that's that's really powerful and, I mean, very relevant to your organization. I think that's a, that's a neat way to find uh, great talent. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also noticed uh, on your, uh, I was trying to figure out, you know, when we first started communicating, I wanted to know a little bit more about your organization in particular. And you have a great video where you were being interviewed on Bloomberg TV. Um, and Stephanie, you actually were asked, uh, you know, what what was what is the most common question that you receive? And that question relates a little bit to what we were talking about before, but it's more about specifically about the return of investment with social media. And I was curious, you know, uh, when I saw that, you know, that that recording and where you are today and how that answer has evolved. Absolutely. So now you're really able to track the results from social media much more than you were able to do six months ago, a year ago, three years ago. So it's definitely a different answer now because there is a lot more that you can measure. However, it all comes back to what were the goals of the client initially? What are they looking to accomplish? Are they looking to drive uh, additional traffic to their website? Are they looking to increase their sales? Hopefully most organizations are, most businesses are. <laughs> are they looking uh, to achieve more brand awareness or recognition? Are they looking to target a new demographic? So what are those initial goals and what social media practices and content are we going to put in place to achieve those goals? And then we'll measure the success of those goals. because. ROI is different for every single brand and company that we work with. Interesting. Out of, out of curiosity with that, do you find that there's different types of posts that, uh, I guess it might be dependent on the organization you're working with, but some organizations I feel that they they have the, they, they clearly aren't working with you, right? You know, they're just out there, they're posting, I have a sale or come work with me and it's, you know, it, it, just like when I receive a phone call that I don't want to hat here, you know, here, I need you to buy this from me, you know, there isn't really any purpose or personal connection behind it. I was curious if uh, in some of your workings with other organizations that you try to advocate more content-based, like give type of material, at least from a social media aspect, and what some of your uh, feedback would be on designing that type of plan. Right. So you, you're absolutely right. You need to be less promotional and more, uh, organic. More, more organic, showcasing mm -hmm. your brand's personality. You know, you have to realize that people are using social media and they don't come to Facebook or Twitter with their credit card in hand ready to buy. <laughs> They're on these sites to talk to their friends or express their opinion or catch up with, with people that they lost touch with. So you have to talk to them in a way that they understand. So posting pictures that kind of pull at their heartstrings or post content of pictures that they tend to like, which happens to be pictures of babies or pictures of food or pictures of puppies. Doing that, posting that type of content uh, will, will definitely grab people's attention and not uh, posting promotional content all the time. It'll definitely be a way to drive people away, but you want to stand out from the crowd by posting fun, inspiring types of, of content that's very visually appealing or, or humorous. 
Excellent. And then I guess the last question regarding that before we, we get to the next question was, and I think the next step too would be uh, targeting as well, right? In addition to just posting, you know, that's to the world, right? When you're doing a public post, that's to everyone. But then with what you suggested in one of the earlier questions, especially with Facebook, is you can, you, you, you're you paying for an advertisement. And with that payment, you're also deciding who within the community is going to see that message. And I think all of those pieces must play uh, really well together or, again, require quite a, quite a plan in order to execute it properly. Absolutely. We spend a lot of time putting together strategic marketing plans for all different types of companies because of that very question you just asked. You have to strategically decide what type of content are we going to post, who is going to actually want to like and share that piece of content. And one rule of thumb I always think about or say to myself is, if I'm going to post this, if I saw this in my news feed, is this something I would like or share? And if the answer is no way at all, even if I'm not the target audience, then it's probably not the best piece of content. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So you talked about different ways of measuring. You talked about how looking at ROI today versus even only three or six months ago has changed uh, or has evolved. What do you see next in the world of social media? You know, some, what are, talk to me about some of the trends and what should business owners uh, be aware of that's coming? Post videos. So what we're finding in terms of Facebook content that's actually performing really well and resonating really well amongst all audiences is video content. So making a fun, short video uh, for your fans to watch that showcases your personality would definitely be beneficial, uh, I would say, across the board on all of your social media channels. So videos are definitely something to invest in uh, moving forward. Hmm. Interesting. So you, you find that people are, even if the content is longer than a blurb or a paragraph, you're finding that people are willing to invest more time into a into a video of some sort. A short video. Not, <laughs> almost, uh, a movie, but a 30, 30 seconds to a minute is definitely okay. a way to uh, captivate your audience. And then there are some emerging platforms too that uh, might make sense to consider. I don't know if you've heard of Meerkat, uh, but mm -hmm. that's one platform that is coming out now, and it's basically like Twitter or Instagram, but with live video. So we're planning right now to hundreds of people, and they could see what we're doing live at this very second. So that's an interesting one to pay attention to. Definitely interesting. Okay, well, wow, that's great. So clearly, it seems that you know, like many business. Uh, you know, implementations. When you're thinking about social media, you really need to also consider the plan, and you need to be able to, you know, who is my target audience? What is the content that we're putting out there? And you know, who are we targeting? So it's it's not as simple as having a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram account. There really needs to be a very decisive plan in place, and I guess the willingness to accept that sometimes it's not going to work. But that's why you measure it, and that's why it's so important to really get that value and work with an organization like yours that truly understands you know, how to do, uh, initiate this plan. So I guess with that being said, I, I'd like for you to talk to us about some of the business challenges you commonly respond to when businesses first reach out to Socialfly. 
Sure. So many potential clients reach out to us because they are looking for a plan or a strategy for their business. How can they use social media to help grow their business uh, and really take it to the next level? So that's typically the first request that we get. And then the next request is, well, who's going to manage this for us? So do I hire a full-time employee? Do I work with an agency? And you know, the answer is when you work with an agency, well, at least an agency like ours, you are going to get a team behind your account and your business instead of hiring one person. So it's definitely an advantage to have you know, a community manager, a graphic designer, an account manager, an account director all working on your account versus just having one full-time employee that you may or may not know how to manage. Because if you don't understand social media and you bring someone on full-time into your business, if they don't have the right experience, you are not going to know whether or not they're doing a good job but we know whether or not what we're executing is working for your business. And you know everything really is trial and error with social media and with, with different audiences. So we can figure out very quickly if what we're doing and executing on behalf of your business or brand is working. And if it is, that's amazing and it's only gonna get better. And if it's not, we'll just tweak and change it and, and change up some things to, to make it work. So those are definitely some of the, the benefits and why uh, different companies choose to work with us versus bringing someone in-house. That's excellent. And I can assume that working with an organization like yours could be so beneficial, especially if you know you are that company that said, I don't need to work with a social fly because I can do this on my own. And it's a complete failure and you get discouraged and you're, you know, you're not ready to you know, uh, accept that. You know, how could this not work? I could not have offered a better deal, et cetera, things like that. But you know, knowing that you know, part of what's so fun about putting together a social media plan is to see what does and does not work. And that's why it's so critical to work with organizations like yours. Um, speaking of which, what, you know, what are you guys working on today? You know, obviously you can't name any customers, but is there anything really interesting or new and different that you're working on that's especially interesting? Yes, so we are launching or coming out with a book this year, so that oh, great. three to five months, so stay tuned for that. And <laughs> we're also launching a product line, so it'll, the website will likely be called Shop Social Fly, and you can buy all social media accessories from t-shirts to mugs to um, tote bags and it'll have social media settings, common social media privileges. So it'll be it'll be fun. We'll let you know when it comes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, please do, please do. And I'll update our uh, you know anything that posts uh, you know this particular podcast, we'll make sure to update it as as you guys uh, release that the book and also the uh, the storefront. That's great. Awesome. Um, so the most important question, obviously, for people that want to talk to you guys, uh, you know, how do we, how do people get engaged with you? What do they need to do to reach out? Sure. So anyone who's watching this can email me personally at Steph at socialflyny.com. It's S-T-E-P-H at socialflyny.com. You can also check out our website, which is socialflyny.com. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at socialfly. And we'd love to chat with anyone. Excellent. And I'll be sure to post uh, for anyone watching this. If you just 
look down here. I'll make sure to post uh, that email address and also the website and any other uh, pertinent content that was discussed today so people can quickly access and get in touch with the Social Fly team. Uh, really appreciate your guys' time today. Thank you so much. Uh, this concludes this episode of the Business Technology po Podcast. And uh, as you probably know, Profound Cloud is a managed service and cloud technology partner that's located right in Manhattan. Um, and if you want to discuss a specific topic, maybe in the next episode, please feel free to contact us directly, uh, uh, either through podcast at profoundcloud.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment. We'll be monitoring that. Stephanie and Courtney, thank you so much for your time and insights, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.